0: I got one of
1: those fancy
0: corks. Ooh. I I'm afraid of this. Ah! Okay. We're good. Good pop. Whew. I thought we were recording that. Are we recording all of this?
1: Yeah, this is all
2: Tuesday Tuesday podcast episode 357. I'm Sam Ginsburg and here is the host with the most that might be a ghost. The Alpha Mare!
0: Hey everyone, this is Mary. I am might be a ghost, apparently. Welcome to this episode of Day Tuesday. Tuesdays. So we got Sam, as you know from the intro. We also have Mike. Mike Boris here. Mike, say hello.
1: Hey Mary.
0: Hey, yeah, as you can tell, Tyler is not here. Rip, just kidding, he's not dead. Sorry, I don't know why I just implied that. Probably because I'm a ghost, so I'm very comfortable with eh, death. Cool, if you see but... him
1: in the spirit realm, say hi.
0: Yeah, teas and peas to our friend Tyler. We, what do we do first, beers? Sam, Same. what are you drinking today? <laughs>
1: okay, all right. Uh,
0: oh, boy.
2: I got one from Anchorage Brewing Company. Uh, this is The Turning Shape, Belgian-style triple they spelled triple like alaska bridge
1: i assume so uh yes Anchorage, i don't know Latt, that i've had, alaska. Had beer from alaska that's pretty cool uh
2: there's another brewery that i think is just called alaskan that is uh a b minus spot but i love triples so i'm really hoping this is good the smell is down the middle triple Ooh, yeah, baby, that's a triple. I feel like a lot of the time when I have beers that are well-executed but not that special, like if I have a pale ale that doesn't have a bunch of weird shit thrown in it or whatever, I don't give it a good rating. But I don't even want people to do weird Belgian trips. Just make good Belgian trips and I'll always be happy with it.
0: So are you currently happy?
2: I am currently happy. It's good trips.
0: It's trips. I'm glad we're shortening triple to trips now.
2: We're running out Mike. of time
1: globally oh. so
0: <laughs> Mike, what's up? What sure
1: um, Let's see, I stopped by my local uh, Widowmaker Brewing Company yesterday And put in an order And I picked up a fun glass So I'm drinking the, the beer in the brewery's glass This one's called Fun Time Boy It is a double IPA And it appears to have a picture of Guy Fieri on it I cannot figure out the association here uh, Mike, unless, would you say
0: would you say that you're the fun time boy today?
1: Oh, I think I am definitely the fun time boy today. We know
0: it's not Sam, so
1: okay, true. Sam's the trips boy today.
0: He's the bad time boy.
1: So this beer is real hazy, uh, and let's see. It tastes it's it's kind of resin hoppy, uh, which I don't usually love very that that dank hops but um it's cloudy in the it's got a very good malty kind of character to it so i like the rest of the beer but i don't like the hops unfortunately it's a double ipa it's 7.6 percent uh so it's mostly hops so i'm going to see how this how this kind of unfolds but for now it's it's a little aggressive for my taste
0: sure sure should i go ahead and talk about mine now
1: probably i think you should
0: all right cool so As I told Sam earlier, I am back on my bullshit with my favorite kind of beers. So this is Oso Brewing Company's, uh, I can't actually like read what it's called. It's a really weird font. I think it's like Arbre Guidon. It's a barrel-aged sour blonde ale fermented with Georgia peaches. I love a sour. I think it's like six-something ABV. I thought I saw that earlier on the bottle. I'm not prepared for this. 6.7% ABV. There we go. And it's just you know a very nice like opaque kind of orangey mm. color like you would expect from sour. There's like I no love that head
1: goblet that you've got. This is in.
0: literally a red wine glass because I don't have two. <laughs> I don't have tulip glasses, so that's what we're rocking today. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. As expected, it's delicious. I love a sour. I love a fruit beer. I love peaches in particular. Listeners might remember my highest ranked beer ever was. Brainless on peaches, I believe, from Epic Brewing. So anytime there's a peach involved, it's all about it. Yeah, so I don't know. Tastes like a sour. I'm actually not super sure we're getting the peaches yet, so we'll see where that goes the rest of the episode. So Mm. yeah, cool beers all around, team.
1: Yeah, peaches sound great right now. I haven't had a peach in a long time.
0: I think, don't quote me on this, I think they're in season... Just based on the fact that the last time I went to the grocery store, they were in the front of the store because they were trying to sell them because they were all too ripe.
1: Nice. I think okay. they're
0: ready. I'll
1: have to check that out. I haven't been to a grocery store in like three weeks, so
0: sure. Makes I'm sense. Due. Speaking of uh, forced social distancing, let's talk about some of that with beer. So, is it time for the first? I'm doing the first yes. article.
1: No, you. you let's okay. <laughs>
0: So from the orlando sentinel we have an article called downtown's world of beer offering socially distanced beer flights full disclosure i have not read this so i'm gonna delegate it to sam to tell me more about this article yeah uh
2: so i read this one i didn't read the other two thoroughly but i did read this oh boy. one um so basically the idea is uh since you have to be socially distanced uh everyone's got to be six feet apart Uh, but you still, I guess some people want the feeling of being able to, uh, drink, uh, like as a community, I don't know. I'd rather just drink by myself in the basement, obviously, but I do think we were
0: like socially distanced drinking together before it was cool. Yeah,
2: I know. Uh, Ooh, yeah. But if you, if you've ever seen, uh, if you've ever had a beer flight, that's on like a fun paddle or something, or you get them in muffin tins I've seen. Uh, This is sort of like that, except it's a 24-foot-long plank where I guess there are indentations uh, every six feet so that uh, you can have your beers in the little thingy and someone else six feet away has their beers in their little thingy.
0: (laughs) I like the picture they have of the two people experiencing this because the, the lady looks like... I think it's like a candid shot, but she looks kind of grumpy and or confused. Like, maybe she's struggling to hear the dude she's talking to because he's so far away.
2: Or she's like, so- uh, not doesn't want to continue this conversation, but is sort of trapped
1: here.
0: Yeah, because it's not like with social distancing, you don't have to stay six feet apart. You can go further away. Right. I'm not sure if she realizes this.
1: So, wait, I don't under... Is this like, can I go there and get a pint and stand just six feet apart and this helps me figure out how far apart i need to be or is this like i order a flight of beer for myself and it comes in a 24 foot plank uh
2: yeah so well i guess for your first question they still have like their actual uh location it's operating at 50 percent capacity with everything spaced out so you could just go in i guess right uh, the i guess the the procedure for this though they say that they sanitize the glasses and plank between uses And the fact that they are sanitizing a plank between uses is interesting to me because it can't operate like you're saying, like, can it just be a bar that's outside, essentially? And I would think no, because if, like, if I go up and get a flight and then 15 minutes later you go up and get a flight and then I finish mine and leave, then, like, I guess theoretically no one should be able to take my spot because they haven't sanitized the plank between uses so I'm wondering if you have to like get a party of four together, and you each get your own flight, and then you go out together, finish up together, and then they wash the plank. They they I don't. I think it's
0: that. They don't. It
1: must be that. Really one. Like specify. Like a plank sesh, and yeah.
0: then you wash the whole plank. <laughs> I'm also really enjoying that. Wash the plank sounds like walk the plank, and we're just like really drunk pirates or something.
1: Yeah, you got sentenced to wash the plank.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds nice. I, mean, I feel like everyone's trying to figure out ways to, like, you know, go out and do stuff with your friends and, like, go to places and go to restaurants without, you know, getting the Rona. Yeah. So this is a nice thing to do.
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is in Wisconsin. Um, Mary, you're still in Wisconsin, right? I'm realizing oh, yeah. we haven't talked in, like, years.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm still here.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know what the situation is there, but, like, we haven't gone back to restaurants or anything like that. But this is probably going to be what it kind of looks like when we do, right? Like six foot markings at the bar and you have to stay like six feet away from the nearest table or something.
0: Yeah. Well, here I think stuff is like slowly starting to open up. We have this like phased thing in Dane County anyway. The whole state is a mess as a whole. But like Dane County is trying to like maintain some order. So I think stuff can open with like a very low capacity right now. But not th- I haven't, not, like, gone to a restaurant because it doesn't sound fun to go to a restaurant when everyone's, like, plexiglassed and everyone's wearing masks.
1: Yeah, it's, like, uh, clearly not – we're not ready for that yet.
0: Yeah, it's not, like, relaxing and nice to go to a restaurant when you're just like, oh, the pandemic's happening all around us. Yeah, fun.
1: I would just be anxious the whole time yeah. and feel bad for, like, the waiter and the cook yeah. and everyone else who's, like, forced to be there.
0: Yeah, I'd rather just do takeout and still leave a nice tip and then just like eat in my house. Yeah. For I, the foreseeable future.
2: I'm totally with you. Uh Hop House has reopened and I am very much looking forward to go back, but you know they're doing like they're in quarantine mode still. Like a semi quarantine mode where you know they have fewer tables and all that, but uh I'm st- I still just don't feel like I'm ready to go back, but I'm enough of a regular there that I'm sort of friends with one of the owner's moms. Nice. Weird. uh And I just—that's how you, know you made it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just happened to run into her walking the dog, and she was like, "Hop has it open up tonight, and we're gonna see you there." And I was like, uh, "I'm kind of waiting for it to calm down a little more." But it's uh it was really interesting to get peer pressured by a. I don't know, 60-year-old woman? That was the first time that had it happened to me.
0: Is that peer pressure? Would you qualify her as your peer? Or is it just like, <laughs> is it like grandma pressure? Uh, not grandma, maybe yeah. she's only 60, like mom pressure. Boomer pressure. Yeah.
2: When we're at the bar, it's not like, she never talks down to me or like says, listen here, Sonny, I'm going to give you some advice. It's We we talk like equals and we watch the TV like equals. So I feel
1: like we're, we're peers in that there you context.
0: Go. Sam's done it, he solved it solved world peace
1: i like it but okay so you you would go and eat dinner there too but if i remember right that's where you go to just pick up growlers and stuff too right and i assume they're still doing that
2: uh yeah i i did do one like retail only run uh a few weeks ago before they had it opened up for service when they were they were they're just doing takeout but yeah i mean that's where we do trivia so like we haven't done trivia in a while and that's, yeah, that's also where I do my growler runs, which I haven't done in a while either, because I, because, like you're saying, the growler run isn't so much because I'm grocery shopping, it's more because it's my, like, end of week, uh, de-stress routine. That's where you go it, to, And it yeah. would not be a de-stress routine in those circumstances. Right. I feel like I would feel so pressured to slam my beard, get out of there. Like, because yeah. probably people are, like, waiting for a table or something, and like as it is, I, sometimes I'll, I'll be sitting at the bar, you know, nursing a beer and dicking around on my phone, and someone will come in, and see that there's nowhere to sit, and leave, and I'll feel really guilty. And I shouldn't feel really guilty because some of these motherfuckers have been in here five hours. But it, yeah, but I, it would like multiply that big time that feeling.
1: Have Isn't you
0: guys had to wait? To tell us to do something else. In the show what is what else do we do we do personal life check-ins yeah i mean mike are you gonna say a story or do you have questions
1: no i was gonna ask if you guys have had to wait for like to get into grocery stores or home depot or something like that
0: i have not i think i have been mean, the stores i've been going to and pretty not busy and so it's been like fine to go in they do they do say they have limits but i've never like yeah. seen a limit the only one going I've going waited to like Home Depot it. or like Walmart or anything big, so
1: yeah, the only one I've waited for is Home Depot, and mm. I am a slow Home Depot shopper. I like don't know where shit is, and it's I wanna look at everything maze, yeah, and all my options, and now like Home Depot shopping is it's taken all the fun out of Home Depot shopping. They just because right. like, that's the only place I've been that has a line, so I've waited in line never more than like five minutes, but they like really rush you through the store. To, like, get more people in and out. Oof. Uh, it is stressful.
0: Sam, have you waited in line anywhere or no?
1: No, I mean, we do all of our shopping on the internet
2: at this point, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, we do gro- the groceries online. i the grocery online. store just because,
0: like, I need to get out of the house. And that's, like, the one time I like, get out of the house I to, like, go to the grocery store. I got my cute mask. It's got palm trees on it. And okay. I just, like, toodle around the store. And I don't touch anybody i
2: hope you already weren't touching anybody
0: you mean i'm supposed to like hug everyone at the grocery store is that not not how you guys shop you You gotta shop for your groceries and you also shop for new friends
1: and if you run into somebody in the pasta aisle you're supposed to each pick up an end of spaghetti yeah and start slurping (laughs) on it yeah. And then you just give them a quick little kiss, and then you, yeah. you walk away it. And it takes a while,
0: because the spaghettis are all... The noodles are all dry, so you got to wait for it to, like, soften up.
1: Right.
0: Or it doesn't work right.
1: you got to
2: wait yeah, for it to go limp hurts.
1: in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. It's cut a few minutes off my grocery routine, uh, which I'm thankful <laughs> for, you know?
0: Yeah. Nice. Get some time back. You know, for the family. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, oh. what's new in your life?
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of family... Um, my family's going to be getting bigger. Uh, Emily is pregnant.
0: Are you serious? Uh, Yeah.
2: Thank you. Nice.
1: Yeah. I can't, I can't host anymore.
2: It's so perfect that this is the episode that Tyler is not on. Um, Have you
0: not told Tyler yet? No.
2: So we're going to find out if he listens to the episodes he's not on.
0: He's going to die
2: uh so actually i was thinking about something Uh, i gotta
0: find out first tyler suck it
2: (laughs) (laughs) do you ever think of a prank uh and then you're like man that's a really funny prank but it's too mean i can't do it Um,
0: are
2: you lying right now what are you lying no 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 i was thinking would it be a good prank or too mean of a prank if i like intentionally made it so like everyone knew other than tyler like if I if if I made everyone keep it a secret from Tyler and then Tyler just didn't find out and then it and then I was like yeah dude I thought I told you, uh is I'm that sure. is that funny or is that too mean?
0: I think it's funny, but if you did that to me, I would be very angry.
1: Okay. Well, so, so here's the thing: Camp. if you don't tell Tyler, who is gonna tell Tyler? Like I'm certainly not gonna go out of my way to tell Tyler this.
0: If you tell Zach, I feel like Zach would let it slip on one of our DA recordings.
2: Yeah, I mean. The, or I will. Or, yeah. Like I would have to mostly confide in other Bruised Day people. Like, hey, we can we can talk about this, but don't bring it up on the show or whatever. But I I don't know. I I think it might be too mean. <laughs> oh. Plus, I think he I think he'll listen to this.
1: So, uh, I don't okay, here's the thing. Yeah. There's like there's a picture of a graph and on one axis is how mean it is and on the other is like how funny it is. And I feel like the funny maximum is not there, ok. Like if it's gonna be the more mean it is, the funnier it has to be. Yeah, and I think this one is like the mean is out the more
0: mean away. than it is funny
1: exactly. Well, Tyler, yeah there's
0: email- like there's like a safe zone somewhere like in the middle of that graph. And I feel like we're just outside of it.
2: Tyler, you should email us at bruceytuesday at gmail dot com with your congratulations. and whether you think that prank would have been too mean because I think, I
1: think Tyler of
2: all people would take that pretty well.
1: My <laughs> my other thought was like, well, of course you can make you can be mean to Tyler. He's mean to everyone. <laughs> that is that is very true.
0: He's not mean to me.
1: He's usually. not that mean to you.
0: He's been mean to me like two times, and both times I think he's felt really bad <laughs> after.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's because you're nice. I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I should also shout Tyler out. Uh, he's not here for a good reason, he's at a, a protest. Uh, Like a, a Black Lives Matter thing, which, uh, which is cool
1: and good.
0: Cool and very good. Yes. Tuesday
1: night's a weird night for a protest. Yeah, whatever.
0: Okay, Tuesdays, yes.
1: Uh, and maybe we'll hear
2: more about that next week. I don't know. Maybe it won't be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I I guess if
0: he needs like a bailout fund. Yeah i would front
1: yeah. that tyler i will contribute to your bail fund yes. uh hmu
0: we'll get him out speaking of maybe a crime anheuser bush <laughs> is bad
1: ab is always a crime oh all right
2: oh that's too bad uh they're doing a good thing i they're know doing a good
0: thing though so from fox business which like sure i guess uh, Anheuser-Busch has a plan for all that beer that expired in coronavirus shutdowns. Also, I want to talk more about your baby situation, yeah, but I thought, feel like I, maybe that's not for the podcast. Uh,
2: I don't, I mean, I'm good either way. I I-
0: I want to know, like, when is, when is the baby happening? Do you know if it's a little lady or a little dude? And, like, early I don't know, I'm just very excited.
2: <laughs> uh, it, it's due in early November. I don't, it feels weird to call it it. Uh, so we've been referring to, its code name is uh, the President of Space, or Space Press for short. So whenever you want to talk Great. about our unborn child, oh, just wow. uh, use the hashtag Pres. Way to space burden pres. the kid
1: with crippling expectations <laughs> yeah. already. Yeah.
2: God. Uh, we have the second ultrasound in about a month, which is when we find out the sex. That, those are the answers to your questions, Mary.
0: Awesome. Okay, so Anheuser-Busch is doing this thing with beer that expired during coronavirus shutdowns. And, Sam, you said it was a good thing, so I feel like you know more about this article than I do. So what's happening? Yeah, so, so I feel like
2: uh, this is misleading. It's it's true, but it is misleading. Unless I've missed something, because I did skim it as opposed to reading it. But they're basically just uh, going to take their beer, take, take new beer to restaurants and take away the old beer and say use this instead basically so that you're not the the bar isn't selling a bad product which is which is nice of them like they don't have to do that they it could be at the bar's expense my guess is they're doing yeah. it because right. they don't want like they don't want to look bad like from the an outside side outside perspective it would seem like oh bud light turned shitty they aren't good at making beer anymore and bud light wants to avoid that kind of like that scene early in breaking bad where They make a batch of meth that's pretty good but not good enough, and uh, Walt throws it out, and Jesse is furious. Uh, It's sort of like that. I kind of am interested in what they're doing with the old beer once they get it back, which is what I thought this article was going to be about when I read the headline, and I don't think they say.
0: Probably just gonna dump it
1: out. I'm picturing this giant vat labeled Bud Light and they're just like opening them and dumping them back in. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, like oh if we mix dry. it with like 51% new beer
0: it's like when it's you fun. have a, like cash like if you, if you have 51% of your dollar like the paper dollar it still counts as one dollar so if your Bud Light is 51% new exactly good 100% good. Think about Either that, that
1: or we're due for another, like, Bud Light, like their copper lager or whatever, like a new Bud Light promotion <laughs> in like a month or two that's like Bud Light aged. Bud Light something. Oh, Flat zone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like the people in the comments have ideas on the article. First guy, Orange Air Balloon, says, Feed it to the cattle, make some Wagyu beef, but I don't think he understands how Wagyu beef happens.
2: Isn't it based on the location rather than how they're fed?
0: A lot of stuff, like how they're fed, how they're treated. They get kind of like massaged to like spread out their fat. It's a whole thing.
2: I know you're an expert. You 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 got down yes. on that wagyu.
0: I did.
1: The wagyu yeah. wagon.
0: Yes. Uh, the second commenter, papaleo 976 says shampoo, which like no, thank you.
1: Gross. I actually.
0: Someone says a, a beer bread, beer which like actually probably would be fine.
1: Yeah, that would work. Um, Well, this is, like, there was, uh, like, Guinness has a whole thing, right, where they allegedly, like, go around and clean restaurants' taps for them, basically, to make sure that they always pour, like, a good pint of Guinness. I don't know if it's everywhere or just in Ireland, but it was, like, it's, like, a thing. Like, the Guinness truck comes around and, like, every couple weeks, like, cleans your taps.
0: I can see that being a thing. I feel like they're very into, like, how good it is, and they don't want anyone to say Guinness is bad when it's, like, not their fault.
1: Yeah.
2: But I've had Guinness in a lot of circumstances and have never enjoyed it.
0: What?
1: I am coming around on Guinness, honestly. It's It's very smooth. It was like Ruth's favorite beer for a while, and it's something we both drink. So we usually keep it in the house just so that we can have stuff that we both drink. But it is a good light beer. I like it after like a weekday like when I'm not trying to get too crunk. I don't know
0: sorry i'm texting emily so i'm not really paying attention
1: Uh, you are the host of the show
0: uh i'm also your friend and you guys are pregnant so this is your fault
1: (laughs) sam i have a confession to make yeah when you said emily for some reason i thought you meant your sister oh (laughs) and i did not realize you meant your wife okay he's gonna
0: be a dad yeah (laughs)
1: I feel really dumb. I don't know why. I don't think you've ever referred to her as Emily in my presence. You might call her
0: three stacks. Oh, oh, gotcha. She so There should be four stacks now, because she's got an extra stack.
2: Ooh. Uh, no, that's not how it works. Is that how that works? Nope. Six stacks? Nope, still three stacks. Okay. She's still her own person.
0: I mean, I don't know where that was going. <laughs> Speaking of things that are awkward, sorry, Mike. Mike, what do you have going on in your life?
1: Oh my God. Well, aside from like grossly misunderstanding Sam, uh, it's
0: okay.
1: I don't know what I've been, I've got a little veggie garden going outside that I've been working on. I've got some tomatoes and some jalapenos that I started inside that I planted outside recently.
0: Nice.
1: I built a little garden out of there was a bunch of bricks uh, left over that my neighbor had from a job that he did. Uh, So I made a little like veggie garden by just like stacking up the bricks in a little uh, shape. And filling it with dirt. So easy. Uh, yeah. And it's fun. It gets me out of the house.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got one of those uh, like garden plots that the company that you used to work for, that I still work for, makes available in the summer. So, me and friend of the show, Lars Gern, have a plot of veggies. Nice. Also, Yeah. Also, we have a lot of tomatoes and like squashes, peppers, and a lot of like root veggies, like carrots and radishes and beets and stuff. Pretty excited about that. I still she grew a bunch of jalapenos last summer and I still have a bag of frozen jalapenos in my freezer because she grew oh, so many and I pretty much use jalapenos for like chili and not a lot else so, so mine are very
1: tiny it. and I'm worried that they aren't gonna actually fruit but I like would the plants like are to get really tiny I would like to get a lot I have six plants going so mm-hmm. hopefully I get a lot I'll use them for hot sauce or something
0: yeah yeah I mean if anything like Hers was last summer. You'll get a lot. But I think you'll get them later.
1: Great. In this season. the season. Yeah. So I've got some, some onions going as well. So the goal is to make mm-hmm. a whole jar of salsa from only my garden.
0: Nice.
2: Do you got cilantro
0: growing?
1: No, but fuck cilantro.
0: Oh, Me too. Sure. Hate it.
1: <laughs> yes, cilantro Mary. is the best Garbage. part of salsa. Nope. Ugh. Get out.
0: It can also just not be in it, yeah.
1: I do have some parsley and basil, uh, some herbs going.
0: Yeah, parsley, the fake cilantro.
1: Yeah, like better cilantro.
0: Yeah, like it actually tastes fine.
2: It doesn't taste like anything, as opposed to tasting great, like cilantro does. Oof. Is it that that gene? There's that gene that makes it taste like soap. Do y'all got that? That's
0: what they say. I don't know if it's soap. It's just like, it's so there like it's like a little bit in something it's just like cilantro It's like hits you in the face and i don't like it Like i don't think it blends well with other stuff
2: yeah i think Uh, there are a lot of foods that are like that where they come to the forefront immediately like garlic is sort of that way and i just don't mind when cilantro comes to the forefront i'm like hey what's up cilantro let's hang out well
0: garlic's delicious
2: yeah that's how i feel about cilantro (laughs) okay
0: no Okay.
2: If you don't want to be friends anymore, we don't have to. Like, I don't want to pressure you to still be friends with me after this.
0: I mean, I'll be friends with Emily. It's fine.
2: Okay. She also likes cilantro. Perhaps not as much as I do, though.
1: Oof. What if if President of Space doesn't like it?
2: Yeah, he, she, or they will learn.
1: (laughs) The the beatings will continue until cilantro is appreciated. Exactly.
0: They aren't allowed to have their own opinions.
1: Just not wrong ones.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I'm gonna be a great father. <laughs> uh, what uh,
1: what part of fatherhood are you looking forward to the most?
2: I don't know. That's such an abstract question.
1: It is, but like, what are you? What are you most excited to? do? Are you most excited to feed them like your favorite food, or take them to a thing you like, or
0: teach them to play games that you like? Like on a very tiny D and D lots campaign. of diapers
1: full yeah. of lots of poop. I think it's I
2: had this this vivid memory of when I was a little kid and we had to like write journal entries. It was probably like first or second grade, just like fifty words on a given prompt. And I wrote a prompt about how I don't like to be rushed, which is like not a hot take. I don't think anyone likes to be rushed, but my dad read it and it was like, he was like, oh, I didn't realize you felt this way and. We talked about it a lot and like I did and it was really impactful for him and I didn't understand it, but in retrospect, I think that was the moment that he realized that like I'm a person. Like Aww. I wasn't just like you know, obviously I had that you had
1: like an emotional thought about Right yourself.
2: <laughs> like I had evolved from like a shitting machine to a toddler to like a really tiny human that's bad at being a human but like still a human and you're
0: having like your own individual human life experiences and like navigating them
2: right and i'm and i think what i'm looking forward to is the moment that the baby becomes a tiny shitty human you know
0: and i have the idea of like the point where you can you have a kid like talk to them kind of at like a normal level i guess and become kind of like friends with your kid maybe yeah
2: Yeah. i mean i think I think it's a lot older than seven that that happens, but
1: I guess I don't know for sure. But there are moments when they start developing like a personality and it's like, yeah, they're not just like an automaton that you put food into and extract feces out of. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I guess, I guess that
1: would be my answer to your question. Cool. I'm so excited for you. Thanks,
0: man. Speaking of things that are nice. Ed Sheeran.
2: Oh, we were supposed to we were supposed to set you up for this.
1: Um, so you know what's better than cilantro is ginger.
0: Oh man, speaking of gingers, thanks Mike. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Also ginger is better than cilantro. Ginger's delicious.
1: Cilantro's delicious. Yes.
0: Uh okay, so from Oh, the Daily Mail dot UK, which who knows how legit this is, uh it says Ed Sheeran Ed Sheeran is brewing his own beer to supply the pub on the grounds of his sprawling 3.7 million pound Suffolk's estate amid the coronavirus lockdown. Sounds a lot oh, of sentence. Damn it, <laughs> this. But basically, Ed Sheeran's got a sprawling estate. He's got a pub on the estate, and now he's brewing beer for the pub.
2: Now, can people go to the pub, or is it just for when he has friends over? They can go. No, this
1: is totally just one billionaire sitting in his own goddamn pub that he built, drinking his own beer by himself.
0: I gotta say, I didn't think the article about Ed Sheeran would be the one that made me the most angry today.
2: Yeah, yeah. but it's doing it. I just, I just imagine <laughs> him sitting alone at a bar, and he, he says out loud to no one, "I'll have, I'll have a pint, please." My accent. Ex- and ex- he like it.
0: walks behind his own yeah, bar and yeah. like pulls the pint and he walks and he puts it down. And he walks back and he's like, but
1: he like changes hats when yeah. he does it. Yeah. <laughs> like puts on a little apron real quick and he's like oh yes sir lovely weather we're having and he pours like half a pint and puts it down and lets it settle oh
0: man and a really juicy source told the the son that ed loves his beer especially his red ales or his real ales and craft beers okay that's that's nothing so and also according to the source He's had a few kits delivered and has been having fun making his own drinks. They aren't too bad, but he doesn't think any of the major breweries have got anything to worry about just yet.
1: Interesting.
2: Hopefully. I mean, I I, should, I would be the last person to criticize someone for enjoying brewing beer but not necessarily being good at it. Like,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, like our wheelhouse right there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but the thing is, like, fucking, why is this news? Like... Man brews beer, drinks it on purpose. Like, yeah, it's dog. Like, Everyone does that. I think
0: it's just because like the paparazzi are like bored because there's not like celebrities aren't like out in the town because no one's really out in the town.
1: So yeah, they can't, like, like if you stalk
0: people and make crazy stories, so they have to be kind of like they probably. I don't know if they're like calling people or like people's like celebrities' friends are like, oh, Ed started beer brewing, and they're like, okay, I just like wrote that up.
1: Right. If you don't write about coronavirus, like you're probably really scrambling for anything right now yeah Mm -hmm.
2: yeah that's a good point we every week struggle to find articles that aren't just here's how people are dealing with coronavirus and we have two articles that are coronavirus adjacent and then also this one uh and still um COVID-19 are is mentioned (laughs) in it but it's not about that yeah Can, can we talk about how bad this website is
0: yeah, it's really bad. It's I closed it. It sent
1: my computer into like a hyperdrive frenzy of fans and Yeah,
0: it's like Uber the TMZ and... website but like amped up to be extra bad and also smushed. Yeah, I'm Damn, just closing that just window.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of beer
2: news. That's been a theme the last month or so. It's just people uh, aren't in the mood to, to be like I found a, I found a shoe that Guy Fieri wore once, so I put it in my pasta, and then I made that pasta into beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I liked the extra pasta step in the middle.
1: Yeah, it, you, well, you can't just go from shoe to beer, Mary. It doesn't if make any not. fucking sense.
0: That would be crazy.
1: You gotta string it out into spaghetti first. <laughs> oh. I have a fun. I have a fun thing to talk about, which is um, I joined this like trivia league. Sam, you reminded me of it when you mentioned trivia earlier. Uh, I feel like virtual trivia has become a, a hot thing, but this was right. actually, last week. But this was like a, a trivia league before all the COVID shit. And you have like a daily matchup. Uh, you have like a, a, what's the word? Just like a group of 26 people. And that's your like category or your league. And you have a daily matchup that's like head to head against someone else. And so what happens is you get six questions, you answer them. And then you assign them point values uh, for your opponent. And so if your opponent gets it right, they get the point value you assign to each question, Ooh. which is really different and hard because usually you're assigning points based on how confident you are in the answer.
0: You have to be like, how confident do I think they are? And so if you think they definitely are going to know, it, you give them like the lowest points.
1: Right. But the cool. thing is, you have an idea of like, I know how easy this was for me, but I don't know how hard this is for someone else or if you don't know the question you're like i don't know if i just don't know that because it's really obscure or because i'm an idiot
0: that would be i think like, fun to do with like your friends i feel like it'd be really hard to do with strangers yeah exactly I would have no read on them but, like, if so i was playing you... trivia with like you guys like this and there was like sports questions i would have like zero idea on any of those but i'd know that you guys would probably be pretty good at those especially if they're about like I think Michael Jordan basketball is always like really hot for men of a certain age. That's the your guys' ages. Michael Jordan
1: basketball. I don't know. You're, yeah, you're my, you're making your point really well. I've been
0: so excited about that Michael Jordan documentary, and I'm just like, okay, like I don't understand why. <laughs> that's fine.
1: Yeah, I have not watched it.
0: Okay,
1: um, but I don't know. I I I just thought it was an interesting thing that it has been front and center in my brain lately is how do you how do you rate the difficulty of trivia questions?
2: And do, I don't know. Do you know anybody else in it? Like, is it mostly randos and some friends or is it all randos?
1: Uh, so the people I'm playing against are all randos. It does give you, like, there are 18 categories and they categorize each question and then you can see your opponent's, like, uh, history. Like, I know that they've gotten, like, six out of seven... Geography questions and one out of four art questions so maybe i'll give more if there's an art question but that only goes so far especially i'm in the like rookie league right now because i just started so nobody really has much of a history plus
2: Uh, plus like categories are so broad like maybe you know american geography really well but you don't know global geography at all and those would both just be geography
0: jokes on you i don't know any of it very well okay Geography is my least favorite category cuz it makes me feel so dumb.
1: Yeah, I'm totally and with every you. Every time on it's that. like
0: what country is here? I'm just like
1: So I like F, cruise RG. Google Maps in my spare time. Smart. I so that's I love geography, but then they had a question. They had a question recently that was like uh, some Tchaikovsky ballet starring the Princess Aurora and some other stuff and they were like basically named the name the ballet. Is that Nutcracker? It yeah. is uh Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Damn. Because apparently the princess's name in Sleeping Beauty is Aurora, which yes. I did not know. Yeah, but that's I told I like that, four I people.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> I told four people and they were all like, "Oh, that's that's a no-brainer. Like, of course the Sleeping Beauty's name is Aurora and I just didn't know that." <laughs> but yeah, there are certain things that it's it's been really tough so I think like in my first four matches or so, so you, you assign points, there's six values for each point. There's three, two, two, one, one, zero. So you assign points. So you give the one that you think is going to be hardest for your opponent, the three and like four or five days in a row, my opponent got the three point question. Cause I was like, that's impossible. Three points. And then they answered it. Yeah. Um, But I'm getting better by just basically assuming that other people pretty much know what I know and assigning points based on how hard it was for me. And that seems to be working out better.
0: I think that's kind of what you'd have to do at the beginning, right? Because you wouldn't really have anything else to go on.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you need a certain number of wins or a certain number of points or something to move up to the next league?
1: Yeah, so I'm in like a rookie league right now, and then they kind of place you after that. But then... Basically, yeah, each after each cycle of like twenty five day seasons, they like take the top few in each league and bump them up and the bottom few and bump them down. Dude, this sounds fun. When does the next league start? I might get in on this.
0: It that. does sound fun actually.
1: Um, it I think starts this one runs for another month or so and then the next one starts in like two. But there's like a referral system. It's like a whole Oh, thing. this is Mad Squisy you're saying. It's called Learned League. If you want to check it out, you can see all the questions that they ask for previous days. Oh, that's cool. And let me know in like a month if you're interested. I might be able to refer. Yeah, I know a guy. It's you. Yes. You have to know (laughs) Drop my name. They'll say, who? Who?
0: And the good news is that Sam would have assigned three points to the question of like who
1: Mike Boris is, and they would have missed it. Who is Mike Boris?
2: Ha! Yeah, I've, I've had that... Kind of a similar experience to what you were describing, Boris. We we play uh, Jeopardy and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on Alexa every day.
1: That's and a thing you could just like play on
2: Alexa? Yeah. Weird. 12, 12 questions cool. of Jeopardy and then um, up to a full game of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire if you're good enough. But the app is trash and a lot of the time we say the correct answer and it says they say that we're wrong. And we're like, really? I was pretty sure that's right. And we look it up and we were right. And so it probably just misheard us. I don't know. It's fucking annoying, but, um, but sometimes like we we always play during dinner, and so sometimes a question will come out, and I'll be like, "That's super obvious," but I have a mouthful of food, so I like look over at Emily, like, "You'll get this one right," and she looks at me like, "What the fuck? What? What?" And so then I have to I have to finish eating so I can answer it, and I was like, "That was so obvious," but then even more frequently she'll answer it like like you know. Who is Totoro? And I'm like, who the fuck is Totoro?
0: I love Totoro.
2: Yeah, that's a bad example, because I knew you would know Totoro.
0: This is the second, this is actually the second conversation I've had today where someone didn't know what Totoro was. We were talking about it anyway. Someone asked me if Totoro was a cat, and I was like, he's not a cat. Oh. He's like a forest spirit. He's a unique being.
1: He's pretty cat-like, though.
0: Yeah, he, he is fuzzy, and he has, like, pointy ears, but he's, like, he's rounder than most cats
1: not my cat my cat is fat
0: <laughs>
1: not buying- with a ph my cat is just fat with an f, with an f.
0: Oh, chonky boy
1: thick with a ck
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where i was talk about what's going on in my life i don't really have any new news well i haven't talked to mike in a million years so i don't know what he doesn't know
2: oh yeah uh
1: mary's married now yeah, I did catch that part. I, I caught did that the part about a year you went ago. To Japan on your honeymoon, right?
0: We did Japan the year before the wedding, as like pre-honeymoon, pre-honeymoon or pre-wedding fun trip. Nice. And then we got married last year, and then now we're doing nothing, so we can't fly anywhere. So
1: nice. And then, did yeah. you know that Boris is engaged?
0: I did not know that. Oh, congratulations! Oh,
1: so we we got engaged like a year ago, oh. and then we basically there was one venue that Ruth really wanted so we got engaged a year ago and at that point so it was like June 2019 they were pretty much full for June 2020 or sorry September 2020 and if you're in New England you want to get married in the fall yeah. and so we were just like all right fine we'll just wait you know we already live together we'll just wait till like 2021 and it is turning oh. out that that was a great decision.
0: Yeah, a great decision. I There have been so many times this year where I've been like, man, I'm really glad I got married last year because, like, wow. Mm-hmm. What a stress inducer.
1: Yeah, Alan yeah, and Cassie had, a had to... a Disney to... wedding that was canceled uh, a few weeks oh, ago.
2: Alan had to bump his back.
0: I had, saw that, yeah. I
2: think he's probably going to have to bump it back again.
1: And but...
0: I bumped it, like, one month, and I was like, is that enough?
1: Yeah, I feel like at that point... So, what that couple at Disney world did was they basically they were super shitty about giving them back any money. Um, but they let them like reschedule. And so they did pretty much just the same date in 2021. Yeah. And then they got married anyways. And so this is just a big party.
2: Sounds cool. That's cool. I, I totally get that approach. Yeah. Just like the actually being married part. Isn't the, like, like being married is pretty dope. But the yeah. actual getting married part isn't that interesting. It's the yeah. it's the celebration of the marrying that's the cool part. So you can kind of just get married whenever and then celebrate it later.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people have been doing that. Is doing, like, chill tiny weddings right now. And then just, like, either doing a party later or just, like, not doing a party later. And, like, that's fine. Like, whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah, I have a friend who's – he's Vietnamese and – they had, like, a traditional Vietnamese wedding with their family, and then they had, like, a courthouse, like, ten-people wedding that was, like, the official ceremony, and then they had, like, a big friend's wedding. So this dude had three weddings. It's that's a lot dead. of weddings. It's a lot of weddings, but I only had to go to one, so. That's
0: good. <laughs> we just did the one for everything.
1: Yeah, that's probably the way I would prefer it. It's pretty ideal.
0: Yeah. So, but, yeah, so to, that was like the very long roundabout answer to like, yes, I'm still in Wisconsin. I got married, and I'm here yeah. like forever.
1: Nice. Are you still? And I assume based on your your garden plot story, yes. you're still at the the company that we started at. Yes. Man, you
0: can't leave.
2: Yeah. Once once you get married, and also your spouse and your works spouse there, also
0: works at the same place. It's just yeah. Like,
2: yeah, that's yeah. like
1: too. That's criminally convenient.
2: Yeah. Convenient. They, I and I think they like. I think they want that to happen. It's like, I feel like a lot of companies, like even when you start dating, like you're supposed to disclose it and like fill out paperwork and shit. Whereas they're they're like, yeah, whatever, do whatever you want. It's like, make it as convenient as possible for us to date so that we can get married so that we're locked here forever.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure nothing has been written down officially on the subject, but that must be kind of like I don't know when I when I decided I didn't want to work there anymore. I was like, what else is in Madison? Oh, like not much. <laughs> so there's like, if one tiny, of you doesn't want to work Amazon there anymore. Tiny Amazon
0: office and a tiny Google office.
1: Right. And there is like there's some stuff. I don't I don't mean to to dish on Madison. I like. No, it a lot, it's like not a lot. But, yeah. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of opportunity there once you left Epic. That was just like. I don't know. I can see how they want to like channel people into this. Like, yeah, just settle down. Verona's a great town.
0: Yeah, and like the the like health benefit, the healthcare benefits and stuff mm-hmm. are way better when you're like married and both working there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually work with someone now who used to work at Epic like a long time ago. She was like a project manager there, mm-hmm. and she used the word "badgering" recently in like a very <laughs> epic way. And I was like, oh. oh, I forgot that that's like an epic word
0: It never leaves you I don't
2: think Yeah, I definitely badger, use it like Outside of work now Like yeah. Like, hey, I'm sorry to badger you about the laundry But you said you were going to do it this morning And then and then I kill myself Obviously, once I realize right. what I've done
1: you.
0: My favorite is using the word Opportunity instead of the word problem <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not so we have a great
0: opportunity to like clean up the living room right now because we have the there's boxes everywhere. Yeah, we but also we
2: have, have
1: a made, big box uh, problem. The Jay Z knockoff track 99 opportunities. <laughs> oh,
2: that's the thing. Uh, there is that's gotta be done. Uh, hold on. Let me just Google. Someone's done that. 99 op man, no and a bitch no okay um
0: (laughs) they'd be like nine opportunities and i'm owning all of them with no delegating no
2: i i i think that's novel i think you should do something with this boris all right i'll i'll lock in that epic uh we can not do
0: it because we still work there yeah you have to do it and i
2: and it's like it really it writes itself because of all the words that rhyme with opportunity
0: Exactly. I actually rhyme problems
2: with a lot of stuff. That's in true. That. Yeah, it's yeah, no. yeah, a good counterpoint. Well, you got yeah.
1: the, the 2D patrol and the Judy patrol, foes that want to make sure my laptops close. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> It, it writes itself. Even the uh, people I still see, like, minutes.
0: carrying the laptop open by the top of the laptop is oh, like, mind-boggling. Every time I see that, I want to stop, like, pull them aside and be like, you can set it so that you can close the laptop without it going to sleep. So you can close it and carry it around and then reopen it and you're fine. Or you can
2: close it by the bottom.
0: Or just hold it by the bottom. I don't know, something, like...
2: Also, oh, sometimes boy. people use it people as a lunch like, tray. People are like, I can't close
0: it because it'll go to sleep and I'll lose my emails or whatever, and it's like... You can change the setting for that. You can change it.
2: Yeah, a lot of people uh, are not qualified to have the equipment
1: that they have, and it is so frustrating.
0: Not even on, like, a technical team anymore, and I'm still, like, yelling at people about that. So,
1: Well, this yeah. was a fun little catch-up, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the it's been a of, real of...
2: inside baseball 15 minutes. Oh, well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can cut this part out if you want.
1: No, it's lovely. I'm not sure yeah. when to
0: end it. Is it time on, to end Come on, you can't this? cut
1: that freestyle.
0: Oh, I can't cut that part. Just leave <laughs> that part in, but don't leave any of the context. The we down. won't know what it is, and then it'll be great.
1: Man, this is making me sad, because I was thinking about coming through through the Midwest this summer, but now I can't travel.
0: There's just been, yeah, there's been a lot of things where, like, I wanted to go visit so many people and, like, plan all these trips, and, like, we have, yeah, sabbaticals to plan and stuff, and it's just, like, yeah, not doing any of those, so
2: i plan to play a lot of Can Jam, and I've played no Can Jam. Very
1: sad. Oof.
2: Oof. And Can Jam is a sport best played with a delicious beer. Did anyone have a delicious beer in the last hour?
0: Wow, good hosting, me. Um, I'll, talk about, I'll talk about mine really quick. So I had Oso Brewing Company's Arbre Quidon, which I guess translates to The Giving Tree loosely, is what they told oh, me cute. on the side of this bottle. Um, because I guess the Georgia peaches or the Georgia trees give you peaches is the idea. Yeah, they barrel aged sour blonde ale with Georgia peaches. I think my I think I like it. I like sours a lot. I think I tend to not really notice whatever fruit is happening in a sour just because like the sour is already there and like the kind of the fruit citrus sour part kind of just blends into that. So I have a hard time like picking out the peach from just the general sourness of the. Beer, but you know me, I still love a sour, so I like this a lot. I'm gonna burp right now, so hang on. Okay, got that out of my system. Should I bleep Can't that out? It cause I talked about it, okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna, how oh, don't you give this? Because again, I liked this, but not super getting the peaches. I'll give it, I feel like I give everything a seven, but I'm gonna give it a seven just to like stay 7.0, stay on my target. So I like this. I don't know if I would pay $10 for one little bottle of it again, but pretty good, good stuff. I recommend it to someone who wants to drink a sour in the middle of the summer, which is me usually, but anyone else who wants that would enjoy it, I think. Let's go with Mike next. How's your beer?
1: Yeah, my beer, uh, it got better, actually. So I had the Widowmaker Brewing Company's Funtime Boy double IPA, 7.6 ABV, I think as it, as it warmed up a bit, a lot of, a lot of like citrus notes kind of came out of it and it got less grainy, resiny hops and more kind of just, um, citrus, bitter. And, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it has a real good mouthfeel to it. I like the kind of, I think there's a lot of structure there. Good malty, uh, substance. I'm going to give it a seven, I think this is good if you like heavy IPAs. Uh, I don't know that I would have like more than one at one sitting because I'm like old now and this is pretty hefty.
0: Would you recommend if, it to the fun time boys?
1: I think so. Yeah, if you're Guy Fieri, who I assume this is, I uh, still can't tell. I'll recommend it to you. Uh, yeah, if you're a boy that likes to have a fun time, this is probably <laughs> a good beer for you. Sam, yep, Your
2: future
0: dad. Yeah.
2: I had Anchorage Brewing's The Turning Shape which is like I said before kind of a down the middle triple it's only 8.5% ABV which is a little on the low end for the style but I just I've never had a triple I didn't love and that streak continues today <laughs> uh, I feel like it's not the it's not one of the better
1: ones I've had
2: but it still is that style so it still gets a good score Uh, it's cheat codes. 7.1, and I would just recommend this to, uh, anyone who wants a triple with, uh, kind of baller can art. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know what's going on here, but it's, uh. It's
0: like a half skull, half wolf face? Yeah. With another skull on top of it, kind of.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, kind of morbid shit going on here, and I dig it. It's real spooky. Yeah. Nice.
0: All right, cool. Is that it? Do I have to do the closing now? Yeah, oh my gosh, do that thing. Oh, this is all. This is all really, really difficult. This is oh. the worst part because, like, here, have a beer, and then say all these things you have to remember that you don't. So, if you wanna, if you wanna visit us online, our website is bruistues dot com. If you wanna tweet at us, I guess, which I don't know if anyone's checking the Twitter account. Oh, I don't that's think
1: anyone me, is. When was the last it's... time this account tweeted?
0: It's at, is it at Bruise Tuesday?
2: It is at Bruise Day Tuesday. Yeah, I haven't checked that Twitter in at least two years.
0: Maybe don't tweet us if you want to talk to us. You can email us, though, at Bruise Tuesday podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, nailed that. I think
2: if you tweet then, at us, I'll get an email and I would check the email. So you can still tweet at us.
0: You can also just call Sam's cell phone number, which I will read out to you right now. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> Got him. <laughs>
0: Got him. <laughs> and I guess don't let the Rona keep you down.
2: Ooh. I like yeah, helpful. Bye. Bite. Bite comes up here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problem. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problem. This one's on me. Fix you for free.
1: Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better the 2D Patrol and the Judy Patrol foes that want to make sure my laptops close.